It is primary day in Illinois. Have you voted yet? If you are headed to the polls and still have questions, we have got you covered. Now, in a few minutes, we're going to check in with the State Board of Elections on how, when, and where to cast your ballot today. But first, we have more information on key races and who's on that ballot. WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times have a great election crib sheet with everything that you need to know. And Sun-Times Washington Bureau Chief Lynn Sweet will join us now with the details. Hi, Lynn. Good morning. Nice to be with you again. So quickly give us the big picture, Lynn. What is on the ballot for today's primary election? We have a variety of uh, local, state, and federal offices. uh, And we also have party offices. And that often gets unnoticed where in the Democratic Party, it's at the end of your ballot, you vote for members of the state central committee. But let's leave that alone for a moment. Every statewide officer is up, controller, attorney general, secretary of state, treasurer, Plus, we have, of course, the governor running in tandem with, a, uh, with the lieutenant governor. All 17 uh, congressional districts have, a pr- have primaries to nominate people to run in the November election. Plus, the Illinois General Assembly, all newly remapped, is up for election, too. Uh, in Cook County, for example, we have county board and the Cook County president and the assessor races. And you have a variety of other county offices and other counties in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us a little bit more about the governor's race. Governor Pritzker is going to have one challenger in the end, but there are several Republicans who want to run the state. So what do we know? Well, here's what we know, that there seems to be uh, a, based on a variety of polls, that Darren Bailey, a state senator from downstate Illinois, uh, seems to be going into Election Day as a likely front runner or a front runner. The candidate who the uh, Ken Griffin wanted put $50 million behind, Aurora Mayor uh, Richard Irvin, doesn't seem to be in line to win tonight. Uh, what is interesting about this race is that it not only will create a nominee to run against Governor Pritzker, but it also will tell us a lot about the future of the Republican Party in Illinois, whether it's a party of MAGA Republicans who are as a priority loyal, in a sense, to Donald Trump, or is it what uh, those of us who have grown up in Illinois politics uh, are have seen as uh, the trend in, in years, basically a conservative but mainstream uh, political party. And by the way, when I was coming up, Sasha, covering politics, mm-hmm. the Illinois Republican Party had a lot of what you don't see anymore, which is moderate Republicans who support abortion choice. Most of them, if they're still around, are are not in any important public office anymore. Talk about some of the key congressional races that folks are weighing in on today on the Democratic side. Well, the ones in the Chicago area that are the biggest, the first congressional district, Mm -hmm. this is the race to replace Bobby Rush. Seventeen Democrats are there. An interesting thing, again, here for all our listeners to know, you could become a nominee by a plurality. You don't need a majority. So with 17 people running, the nominee may just get win by 21, 22 percent. This district is so heavily Democratic that the winner of the primary today is virtually certain to be sworn into Congress in January. Other big race to watch is the new Hispanic-oriented district, more on the north side, new district, no incumbent, Front runners are Alderman uh, Gil Viegas and State Rep. D. 
Daly Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Uh, since this is a heavily Democratic district, too, the winner today will go to Washington. And it, since, it, since Viegas and Ramirez are their front runners, uh, it means that Illinois, since 1818, so far has sent two Hispanics to Washington with the uh, after today. It's almost assured that we will have in our history sent three to Washington. Other big race to watch is the Democratic on Democratic incumbent race up in the suburbs between freshman Marie Newman and Sean Caston, who's looking for a third term. And the other thing, again, if you, you want to kind of keep your own scorecard for tonight, yeah. uh, in the 7th District, you have Congressman Danny Davis, who I was sworn into office for the first time in 1997, is getting his second challenge from gun rights activist Kenya Collins. And, and here is the thing that's interesting there. Just as the uh, today will tell us a lot about the future of the Republican Party, whether it goes to the MAGA wing, we have in these Democratic races the future of the Democratic Party, too. Mm-hmm. If, for example, Marie Newman and Dealey Ramirez and Kenya Collins all win, I think it's a long shot all three will, but if they do, it it will show that the uh, that the tug of the party further left has really taken hold. So these are some of the things to watch for in the election returns. Yeah, and on the Republican side, Lynn, talk about that 15th district. Okay, so thank you for bringing that up. The 15th district is in east and west central Illinois. And when I talk about the future of the Republican Party, this is the race between two Republican incumbents, Mary Miller, who is a MAGA Republican. She had Donald Trump's endorsement from the from the get-go when she uh, declared in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's running against someone, Rodney Davis, who is a conservative Republican, who was the co-chairman of Trump's re-election campaign in Illinois in 2020. But this is a race where you, you, you not only, I, I'm kind of quoting myself here, so bear with me, everyone, it's not just a matter of loyalty to Trump, but in my analysis, it's fealty to uh, Trump. And that's yeah. part of what's issue here. So if you have a win from Darren Bailey and, and Mary, Mick, Mary Miller, then you will certainly have a sense of where the Republican Party in Illinois is going. Yeah, and we'll have to, in the interest of time, skim through. Voters are also going to be picking candidates for uh, you know, state Senate, right, the folks who represent us in Springfield. Uh, We should mention, Lynn, uh, listeners can find all of this information on the WBEZ Chicago Sun-Times election crib sheet. It's up right now on our website, wbez.org. Also, suntimes.com has some additional resources for voters, including a primary voter guide. Um, I want to play a little clip here. Local judicial elections, they're often overlooked, Lynn. And on this program, we recently spoke to Injustice Watch reporter Maya Duke, Duke Masava, uh, about how Cook County judges are voted in. Once we elect judges, they serve six-year terms. And at the end of that six years, on the November ballot, they'll go up for that yes or no vote. And they have to get 60% yes votes to stay on the bench. But overwhelmingly, most, like 99% of judges get retained. And so they basically stay in office for as long as they want to until they retire or pass away. So this primary vote is is in many ways the most important one because this is when we decide who gets to stay there and most likely statistically speaking they will they will stay there until they're good and ready to leave. So briefly Lynn what do folks need to know about the judges they're voting for? 
Well, one thing, injusticewatch.org has a very uh, comprehensive uh, guide to the Cook County judicial primary races. And, and again, just to help out voters, a, a local judge is different than the state Supreme Court race, which also will be on uh, the ballots for many people who are within our listening area. And that is where the partisanship matters, if, if you, uh, in that, uh, the court, Supreme Court now has a 4-3 Democratic uh, divide, and depending on what the outcome is, that could change. So uh, right now in these Cook County judicial primary races, according to Injustice Watch, there are 75 people running for 29 vacancies. And because these are not uh, well-known elections, they really run in these uh, circuits or sub-circuits. The campaigns take place a lot in uh, direct mail. A lot depends on whether or not they have the backing of the uh, Cook County Democratic Party. Uh, and, and this is the part of campaigning that uh, people may not understand or like, yeah. but they also have to go out and solicit campaign contributions, which usually come from the lawyers who appear before them. So when we think about how our judges are picked, uh, some of them owe their jobs to being on the Democratic right. uh, slated ticket. And they also then have usually give donations to uh, the Cook County Party. So, yeah, it, it's kind of yeah. as a factor that wish it didn't have to be this way. But since we deal in the reality of what is, right. this is how the system works. And as you mentioned, details online at injusticewatch.org. Lynn Sweet is Washington Bureau Chief for the Chicago Sun-Times. Thanks again, Lynn. Thank you. Let's turn now to Matt Dietrich from the Illinois Board of Elections. He's here to share what we need to know about how, when, and where you can vote today. Hey, Matt. Good morning, Sasha. So the primary election, it's typically earlier in the year. Why are we voting on June 28th this time around? We're voting on June 28th because this is a redistricting year. Uh, Every year after the decennial census, the districts for the state legislature and Congress uh, and this year for Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court, and uh, certain judicial subcircuits were redrawn based on the census numbers. But we didn't get the census numbers until the fall. Normally we get those uh, in late spring, so the General Assembly has plenty of time to get the new maps drawn uh, throughout the summer mm-hmm. and then the filing period comes in November. Well, this year that didn't happen, and so we didn't have things ready until uh, the fall for candidates to know which districts they're supposed to run in. I see. Therefore, they moved everything back by about three months. So the polls, as we've mentioned, they're already open. When do they close, Matt? 7 p.m. So if I show up right before the polls are closed and there's a lineup do I still get to cast my ballot? Uh, Typically what they will do is the election judges will mark the end of the line and then people will move through. I see. What? You you can't get into line after 7 p.m. Okay, that's good to know. Um, What should someone do if they don't know where their polling place is? Um, Or maybe even if, you know, they don't know if they're registered at this point to vote? Well, 
you should go to they should they can go to our website, which is elections.il.gov. We have a special landing page today, so that a voter who goes to our site will immediately be able to uh, click quickly to find their polling place. They just have to you enter your address, and it shows you where you're supposed to vote. Um, you can also we run a hotline. Uh, on election day, and you can call our main office at 217-782-4141, and one of our employees can look that up for you. Um, but, if, you know, in the day of days of smartphones, it's easiest for most people just to go to elections.il.gov and enter your information. So even on election day, it's not too late to get registered? No, you, we have same-day registration in Illinois, so if you are not registered and you're going to your polling place today and you need to register, take two pieces of ID with you. Uh, one piece needs to confirm your identification, that, that you are who you say you are, so you can use your you know, typically your driver's license for that. And then the other has to prove your residence. So the best thing for that is a utility bill or some kind of government-issued mail that's arrived to your home that shows your address. Who can vote by mail? Now, even anyone can vote by mail, but uh, it's too late now to, uh, in order to do that, you needed to have requested your ballot by uh, last Thursday, five days before the election. Now, if you're voting by mail, uh, anyone who still has a vote by mail ballot in their hands today you need to make sure you mark it and get it postmarked or get it into a drop box if your election authority has drop boxes for them. Get that in the drop box before 7 because they're locked at 7 or get it postmarked today because any vote-by-mail ballot that is postmarked on or before Election Day can be accepted and counted for up to two weeks after Election Day. Now, if you are holding a, a vote-by-mail ballot and you decide today, you know, I'd rather just go in and vote in my polling place, that's fine. Take your ballot with you and surrender it at the polling place, and then you'll be given a regular ballot and you vote. Uh, if Now, here is another situation. If you requested a vote-by-mail ballot, but it still has not arrived and you're worried, you're waiting for your mail to arrive today, don't worry about it. Go to your polling place. Just tell the election judge. They'll have a note. They will know by checking the records Mm -hmm. that you were mailed a vote-by-mail ballot, and then you can sign an affidavit stating, I requested a vote-by-mail ballot. It was not delivered to me, and I am requesting to vote in person. Then you'll get a regular ballot. Now, you'll also be instructed that if that vote-by-mail ballot does arrive at your home, destroy it. Do not vote it. But that's an option you have. If you're at home right now, where are you waiting for the mail to come? Um, go to your polling place. Tell them what's happened. This is a you know somewhat common situation. Uh, that's why we tell people to request them long before that five days before the election deadline. Right. Great information there, Matt. Anything else? I know this is this is crunch time. It's the last day, final hours. Anything else, folks should keep in mind when heading to the polls today. Uh, as far as heading to the polls, I think we covered everything. Um, but uh, keep in mind, when those unofficial results start to come in tonight and start to be reported in the media, that those are only unofficial results. We've got, as of right now, uh, our records show we've got more than 180,000 
vote by mail ballots that are still out with voters that could be that could trickle in uh, over the two weeks after election day. That's going to change some results. That's normal. That's always happened. Um, so keep that in mind that the numbers you see tonight are not final. Matt Dietrich is a public information officer at the Illinois Board of Elections. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Sasha. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.